Okay, good morning everyone. Welcome to 10 Minutes of Meaning, generously sponsored by Becky and Avi Katz in memory of Becky's father, David Grossman, Lila Nishmas, David Ben Menachem, Manash. I want to welcome my colleagues from across the country. Yeshiva University is hosting its annual Yarche Kala here. We're always so privileged and honored to welcome our Rebbe, Rabbi J.J. Schachter, uh, Rabbi Penner, the Dean of Ritz, and so many other distinguished Rabbanim from across the country. So uh, thank you for uh, being here. Everyone's invited to have some coffee and donuts. We are in Mesilas Tashar and Perakeh, the fifth chapter, where the Ramchal has been teaching us about the Mafsideh Hazahiras Vaharachaka. We've identified that even before we lead our lives with Zerizas, before we get to the chapter of alacrity and zeal, before we pursue our interests with ambition and aspiration, we first have to acquire the character trait of Zahiras. If we're not cautious, if we don't have mindfulness, if we're not present in every thought, every decision, every action, every word we speak, then our zrizas might in fact sabotage our success. The pursuit of our own ambition might in fact undermine achieving it. So zahiras is the first quality. And the Ramchal has been describing to us that even zahiras, to live a life of mindfulness and consciousness, one has to anticipate and predict what will get in the way. What are the things that detract us from being able to achieve it? And he named three. Number one, tipul v'tir da'olamis, being overly preoccupied with this world. You're not going to be mindful in the decisions you're making if your phone is beeping and buzzing and vibrating and going crazy with every update and news alert and stock and sports score. If we're overly involved in this world, we can't in fact be present in everything else we're doing. Number two, aschok v'alotzon, being frivolous, being cynical, sarcastic about everything, not taking anything seriously, we can't lead the best version of ourselves. And the third is Hara. we're all influenced by the people with whom we hang out. As the Ramam describes, they shape, they mold who we are. And so it's critically important to make that choice. So we're uh, on Perakei, in the new edition of Mesina Sashon, on page 32. And the Ramchal writes the following, Lema what is this similar to? person doesn't feel well. You have symptoms. You feel like you're coming down with an illness. So you go to the doctor, they take a strep test, a flu test, and they diagnose you. And they say, here's your issue, and here's the antidote. Take this medicine, you're going to be good. Take this medicine, it'll heal the infection. The person who didn't go to medical school, doesn't understand chemistry, doesn't understand pharmaceutical industry, doesn't understand how medicine works, can't diagnose himself, says, but I went on WebMD. But I googled it. But I heard from a friend, if I make tea out of these herbs, that'll take care of it. But if I lead healthy, clean living, then I don't need to take those medicines which will help prevent and spread illnesses. If you ignore and neglect the trained experts who've researched and studied and who have life experience, and you neglect what they tell you to do and you think you're going to figure it out on your own, will you surely not be compromised. Nobody understands the illness of the Yitzhara better than Hashem. He created our psyche. He understands. He understands the kryptonite in our life. He understands what pushes our buttons, what tempts us, what clouds our judgment, what leads us astray. He understands the distractions, the temptations, the appetite. Lest we think that the Rebona Shalom, the Almighty, is so perfect, is so incredible. He's so holy, he can't understand what I, lowly human being, go through. He doesn't know my challenges not to look, and not to say, and not to imagine, and not to taste, and not to go, and not to think. He can't relate. 
lest we think that no, Hashem designed us, He created us. He is the one who installed that virus in our software. But He gave us the antivirus software. And the antivirus software that purges the virus that lets us have technology which is most efficient and works best is Torah. It is the medicine. And to neglect not only the doctor who's trained, but no doctors are perfect. In fact, the best doctors show Tov Shabarov from the Gehenim. Doctors are human beings in the end of the day, but the Rebbe is infallible. He's omniscient and omnipotent. And when he tells us, this is the medicine, it's the antidote, I know what you're going through. I know what you're struggling with. And if you want to live a mindful life, if you want to be present in all your decisions, if you want to not trip over those obstacles which will detract your capacity to concentrate and to pursue what's best for you, study Torah every day. Every day find the time to recalibrate. Find that time to reset, to restore. Find that time to reprioritize and remind yourself what matters, what's important. It is the very best antidote. It's the antivirus software. You think you're going to neglect Torah, you're going to neglect what Hashem, the creator and designer, has prescribed, and you're going to figure it out on your own. How well is that working for the world? The world who neglects Torah's instructions and mandate. The world who neglects Torah's vision for healthy marriage and healthy parenting and healthy living and mindfulness and consciousness and morality. And they're trying to just figure it out on their own. Is it successful? Are relationships thriving? Are people happy? Instead, we're dealing with mental illness and depression and anxiety and dissolving family relationships. The community of those trying to figure it out on their own have not discovered it. They're neglecting the doctor, not taking the medicine, and surely are suffering the consequence. You know what happens when you neglect the doctor and you join some anti-doctor movement and start to believe anything that's being said, you no longer have the capacity to know truth from falsehood. You no longer have the ability to discern. You no longer have the ability to make correct decisions which are best. And the same is true in the world of the neshama and the spiritual and emotional world. To neglect the world of truth and the people who are the ambassadors of conveying that truth and think you're going to discover truth on your own leaves you vulnerable to subscribing to absolute distortions of truth. And then you're absolutely lost, totally lost. It's Torah and the Balei HaMesorah who are the ambassadors of communicating Torah who are telling us they are communicating from our creator and designer. The one who created the software, planted the virus and said, here's the antivirus software. You're going to neglect and not download and not install the antivirus software? The way we download and install it every day is by finding the time for Torah. But if you find time for Torah every day, Torah reminds you, you know, I should really think about it that way. I need to work on this. I need to be present. I need to be mindful. I need to be, I need to be prioritizing my life based on what the Rebona Shalom wants, not what feels good or comfortable or convenient or compatible. And it brings us to the proper path. Quotes Echa Rabbah to Yerushalmi as well, where Hashem says, if it's a choice between their believing in me and observing my Torah, I'd rather they observe my Torah even if they're struggling to believe in me. Understand how, how powerful it is? Hashem says, if they're going through the motions or neglecting observance but believing in me, which do I prefer? I prefer that they struggle with believing in me but observe my Torah. Why? Because observing Torah is taking the medicine. And if you start by taking the medicine, you're going to come to discover Hashem. You know, there's a Yiddish expression, with the eating comes the appetite. 
if we start to live Torah and practice Torah and learn Torah, we will see the results. Taste, experiment, try it. And we're confident it will result. And the Ramchal says, in addition to tasting and trying, in addition to learning and practicing a little Torah every day, and it will absolutely fundamentally transform your life. He says it's critical, to set aside time in order to cheshbon, to calculate. Nobody in this room right now who's a business owner or works in a business just plows forward with alacrity and zeal and never pauses to measure to measure their success. Certainly private business owners, but also employees, are tracking quarterly and annually profits and losses and customer retention and acquisition and all kinds of metrics that we use in order to understand, are we doing this right or wrong? Is it working well or not? Should we be changing or adjusting anything or is it going perfectly? So if that's the attitude that we bring to our business, if that's the attitude to we bring to our pursuit of Gashmias, should it not be the attitude we bring to our pursuit of Ruchnias? Quarterly, annually, weekly, to stop and to measure our week. What worked well? What needed improvement? What helped me improve? What brought me down? I was talking to uh, one of my friends and colleagues who's here for this conference, Rabbi Ismach from the uh, Young Israel of Great Neck. He pointed me on to a uh, fantastic website. What's it called? If not now, when? Something like that? Wait, but why? Wait, but why? Good. So I found that post that you were telling me about. And he talks about most people sleep about seven, eight hours a night, leave 16 to 17 hours awake each day, a thousand minutes. He said, think about the thousand minutes as 110 minute blocks. That's what you wake up to every day. You have 110 minute blocks. Throughout the day, you spend 10 minutes of your life on each block until you eventually run out of blocks and it's time to go to sleep that night. That's the end of your day. So every day you have 110 minute blocks. So every now and then he said, step back and think about how you're using the hundred blocks. How many of them are you putting towards making your future better? How many of them are just there to be enjoyed? How many are spent with other people? How many free by yourself? How many are used to create something? How many are used to consume something? How many are focused on your body? How many on your mind? How many on neither one in particular? Which are your favorite blocks of the day? Which are your least favorite? Imagine the blocks are laid out in a grid. And he has a picture of every day waking up and sitting there with that grid. And what if you had to label each block with purpose? You'd have to think about everything you might spend your time doing in the context of its worth of blocks. Cooking dinner requires three blocks. Ordering requires zero. Is cooking dinner worth three blocks? Is 10 minutes of meditation a day important enough to dedicate a block to? Reading 20 minutes a night allow you to read 15 additional books a year. Is that worth two blocks? And he goes on and on and on. That's exactly what the Ramchal is describing. Imagine we lived with that sense of mindfulness every day. 110 minute blocks. Out of the 100 blocks that we have in a day, as Rabbi Ismaq said, could we not find a block? Could we not find 10 of the 100 blocks could we not find uh, six of the blocks, an hour to learn Torah, which the Ramchal says is the key, is the medicine, which will determine our success for the other blocks of the day, for the entire rest of our day. So if we're just plowing forward in life, never looking back, never thinking, never evaluating, never reflecting, we're not going to live the best version of ourselves. But if we pause and we evaluate and we measure and we set the metrics by which we're measuring, what kind of life are we living of meaning, of purpose, of creativity, of our practice, of our relationships, then we'll be able to adjust in order to become better and better, to be able to practice Zihiros, to eliminate the things that are the obstacles to Zihiros. And finally, eventually, we'll get to Zrizus, how to then pursue those goals with alacrity so we can be the best version of ourselves. Have a fantastic day.